They're prominent, they're successful, and some are more than a little controversial. They're real South Africans on face-to-face with success. Brought to you by real people with real solutions. Nashua, saving you time, saving you money, putting you first. For many South Africans, going to Spur was our first restaurant experience, complete with Coco the Clown desserts and sparklers. The brand's so much part of the South African narrative that I bet pretty much anyone you asked would have a Spur memory. But like so many massive corporations, Spur started small. Just one guy with a dream. And in this case, enough energy to power a small city. This time on Face to Face with Success, we meet Alan Ambor, the founder and father of Spur. Spur HQ in Cape Town is a big building out Century City Way, with a replica restaurant nestled at its heart. This is the space where they shoot ads, train staff, and try out new products. It's also where Alan and I sit down. He tells me his fascination with the restaurant business started during a university job at a restaurant in Joburg. And the most interesting thing was, I couldn't work, I couldn't believe how much work went into just putting a burger in front of people. It's a, it's a massively complex business with a lot of people who can let you down. It's not an easy business to run. It's, it's, and this isn't talking out of the top of my head and being arrogant. It really isn't an easy business because there's so many factors. It's food hygiene and handling and quality product. You need that expertise. You need that knowledge. You need how to deal with people, not just staff, but customers. You get all sorts of different customers who want all sorts of different things from you. What we want is we want customers to be happy, want to look after them, want to entertain them, want to feed them well, want them to enjoy themselves, and above all, we want them to come back. He got a taste for it and started to think maybe this was something he could do. How does a guy with very little money start a business that he doesn't know much about. So a restaurant I already knew a bit, and I knew I liked people, I knew I was good at what I was doing. The steakhouse in those days cost 24,000 rand, the first one I opened, which is equivalent to three and a half, four million today. I had 2,000 rand that I'd managed to save, which is one twelfth. I also needed manpower, I needed a partner, which I didn't have. It was a big risk, but he took it. And by 1967, the first two spurs were open and running queues. A chance encounter with an old friend of his called Raymond led to the third spur being opened in Belleville. Raymond opened in Belleville, and it took him about two or three months for the people out there to really connect, and then it took off. So I took off instantaneously, both in Seapoint and in Newlands. In Seapoint and in Newlands, it was incredibly stressful. Once Raymond opened and he took off, people started coming to me and saying, look, we want to open a steakhouse. So I designed every store. I trained all the first franchisees myself, and by God, they were trained because I learned what was needed. And I knew, you know, I knew. I really trained them. They didn't really always like me afterwards because I was so demanding. Before long, there were spur franchises springing up all over the place. It was a tidy business. But a newspaper report was about to spark a game-changing move. I see on the front page, Mark's Kitchen going public. I think, if I don't go public, I'm the poor relative. So I decide, we're going public. And we had our stuff well organized. So we got onto the boards to Jay-Z two weeks quicker than he did. What it did is it gave us credibility. And whereas they had about 
32 stores and we had 39 or 42 when we went public, we soon started sprinting away from them. And very soon they had 38 stores and we had 62, that sort of thing. And it was largely because of Gert, the MD, who became MD as we went public, because he was just so fired up about growing this business. And he he's just a manic German, I can't say any more. He was committed and, and hell of a good at what he did. Alan's passion for the business he built comes through with every answer. He has an old school work ethic that he applies to everything he tackles, even yoga, which he now teaches. First you've got to learn what you're going to do, and then you've got to work so hard that when you're tired and you can't cope anymore, then you work harder again. You've got to train yourself to have that confidence. And when I started my business, and it was 2 o'clock in the morning, and the dishwashers went off at 11 because they had to catch the last bus, and you can't believe what the kitchen looked like after another two hours of trading, and I would scrub down the kitchen floor. Somebody else would hold the hose. I would scrub down the floor, because I was determined to outwork all my staff. After three months, give you an idea, I walked outside at three in the afternoon, stood across the road, Dean Street, I don't know if you know where Golden Square used to be, not where it is now, but across the road, Dean Street, and lean against the Southern Life Insurance Company and, and be completely gobsmacked that the world was carrying on as if I didn't exist. That's how my world had been compressed. The little steakhouse that Alan started back in 1967 has grown into a leviathan with several brands in its stable. In the process, he's become a wealthy man. It gives you freedom, you know, the, the freedom to, to say... Yeah, I'd like to do this and do it. Not that I do madly manic radical things. So, but I, I can travel a lot. Yeah, I can I can do what I want. I think, but I think I could have done what I wanted anyway. But you need to have a bit of money to do what you want. And I'm not a, a, a brassy guy in terms of I don't. I never fly business class unless I go east west. I fly economy class. I just don't think it's worth paying 45,000 rand for a night's sleep. You know, I'll sleep anyway. I, I'm just not that sort of guy. For me, it wasn't the money. It was the, the pride, the joy of proving to myself that I could do it. Because by the time I was 26 and opened my first business, some of my mates were married already. They were accountants and lawyers, practicing, earning decent bucks, moving into homes. And I was this guy living in one room in a in an old cottage in Mowbray trying to build a steakhouse, you know. And that didn't bother me. I was happy as Larry, and I wasn't greedy. I've never been there for the money. Honestly, look, I've made money, but my priority, my main uh, raison d'etre for being in business was to prove myself, to build something, and to be secure in that order. And that building continues as the company he started grows and branches out. It's all very grand, but his metrics for success are surprisingly simple. People have said, oh, you've got such a lovely business, so nice to come. That's my, you know, when, when, when a guy comes to the cash register and I say to him, how's your meal, since Oh, it was fantastic. That's it. That's what tells me. But you're only as good as your last steak. So tomorrow if he comes, it was a terrible meal. What are you going to do? You've got to fix it. So... No, I, I know that this is a good business. I know that we, are, we have a good reputation. Uh, I'm proud of it. 
proud of the people who work here and it's taken a lot of people to build a business. You can't do it on your own. And I'm very proud to have very competent people. A lot of people are much more competent than I am in their fields. And um, yeah, we've made it in a way, but we've only made it if we can keep going for ever. In case you're curious or you feel for a yoga class with the father of Spur, Alan teaches at Virgin Active at the Point on Wednesdays and Saturdays. They're prominent, they're successful, and some are more than a little controversial. They're real South Africans on face-to-face with success. Brought to you by real people with real solutions. Nashua, saving you time, saving you money, putting you first. Find more real success stories at thesolutionslab.co.za.